Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. I'm very good. Very good. Thank you. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, good oh, thank you for joining me. It's really good to have you here. Um, usually people hear me say, hey, Allie, uh, but Allie is taking this week off. She's um, doing some things uh, with her personal stuff. And I said I would find the perfect guest for this week. And, uh, and you were the first person I thought of. We've done a number of shows on different things that impact people who are underrepresented. And we've talked about um, what it means to be underrepresented. And we've talked about how people interact with people who are underrepresented, what it means for employment, you know, all those kinds of different things. And we haven't really spent much time talking about mental health and how your mental well-being can affect your underrepresentedness. One of the uh, one of the checkboxes, if you will, of joining as a member of our database in underrepresented in tech is like neurodivergence. And under all of that actually falls some of the things that make some of us, um, you know, neurodivergent. And that's like for my, for me, for example, it's my anxiety and depression that I think I handle pretty well most of the time, but sometimes I'm that duck who's really calm on the surface and my legs are paddling like crazy underneath. And so it made perfect sense. Um, you and I, I think most people know you and I worked really closely together over at Big Orange Heart. You are the director of the charity and I am the board president at the moment and uh, do a lot of volunteer work over there as well. And together we have put on now three WordFests, all of which are to support people who are mentally, how did you put it? You said something, the way you said it before was the right way. So we were talking about individuals with mental ill health. Mental ill health, yes. Yes. And and there's a lot, and we do talk about this too, uh, the destigmatization, you know, when it's okay to say I suffer from anxiety. And some people don't like the word suffer. I personally find it a suffering. So like yep. maybe you don't term it for yourself, but I suffer from anxiety and depression because those days when I wake up and struggle to get out of bed, it does feel like a suffrage to me. But um to other people, I realize that that might not be the right terminology. And so I don't pretend to be politically correct on the show. I make mistakes. I'm a human being. But um, but I did want to bring you on today and talk a little bit about that and also, uh, you know, put in a plug for what Big Orange Heart can do to help people. So please, I will stop talking now. You can introduce yourself and Big Orange Heart a little bit better than I can, and we can just have a conversation. Yeah, sure. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, as you mentioned, I'm the uh, executive director of Big Orange Heart. Uh, Big, Big Orange Heart is a uh, a nonprofit focused on supporting and promoting positive well-being and mental health within remote working communities. Uh, as you mentioned, yeah, we, we do a number of um, activities throughout the community to try and ensure we can bring people together and help reduce social isolation and um, really also raise the uh, profile of mental well-being and mental health within the community. And, and as you say, mentioning trying um, you know, attempt to try and destigmatize the conversations across the community. Uh, and a, you know, a big piece of a big part of what we do is around um, bringing people together. We do that through events, and of course, um, enabling individuals uh, to, to to participate uh, through through the events is uh, is a real key focus for us. It's the 
the pandemic, you know, as 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 as, ne as many negatives as there have been through the pandemic, that we've also been able to find some positives in that we've been able to obviously bring down the barriers for individuals to be you know, to participate uh, as both speakers and you know individuals attending events uh, through uh, through the last couple of years, and it's been you know a great opportunity to really help enable individuals that may be um, less represented um, f through various reasons to be able to participate and be part of the community and be an and have an active voice at a you know at a global level when we're, we're talking into our global community so it's been a you know, real real honor to be able to facilitate uh, those services over the last couple of years absolutely we've we've had three word fests in the last year and a half and one of the things that i've been proudest of is the fact that all of our speakers, we have really striven. Is that the word? Strove? Striven? We've really tried hard. <laughs> Strived. Um, <laughs> we've, we've tried very hard to make sure that we have really good representation of the underrepresented populations in, uh, in our community as speakers, but also as um, our board member at Big board members at Big Orange Heart, also and our volunteers and in our um, organizers for events and things like that. And I think that that's super important. And I'm really proud of us for the work that we do there. Absolutely. I think it, it's reasonably easy for entities and organizations to talk about um, underrepresentation and, and trying to resolve those problems, but it takes work. It does take, you know, it, it's one thing saying that you want to have a diverse, if we just take events as an example, it's one thing saying you want a diverse um, speaker lineup, you have to actively work on that and you have to actively go out and bring those barriers down that have been there for, for mm -hmm. many, many years in terms of enabling people to participate and you know, making sure that people are aware that there is an opportunity here. So it's it's not something that just happens. And you know, mm -hmm. we've worked hard, as you said, across the board from, you know, from board level all the way through uh, to to really get that message out there and to try and make sure that this is an organisation that is, you know, it's it's for a global community and it needs to be represented by a global community. Absolutely. And um, I think we do our best, not only just to show that, but to live it, right? So yeah. honoring people's voices and not just, not tokenizing underrepresentation, but actually living what we're putting out there to try to be as inclusive as possible. And that's the difference sometimes between, and Ellie and I have talked about this on the show before, Diversity for diversity's sake is not enough. Inclusion is actually better than diversity, right? So inclusiveness means that you don't just have somebody in there because of the color of their skin or because of their status in the LGBTQ community or, or any of those things, but that you want to include their experiences, their voices, their skills, et cetera, of all the different yeah, people. And I think that's something that we live and breathe over at Big Orange Heart. So yeah, I am definitely proud of us for, for that. When it is, it is. Mm -hmm. um, some, there is something around the the kind of the global audience that we, we we're trying to communicate with, and we've, I hear, unfortunately, I hear this too often. If I'm honest, um, com with conversations with individuals um, across multiple locations globally, where we're we're still hearing that mental health is still stigmatized. It's still mm -hmm. seen as a sign of weakness. It's still seen as a you know as, a, as something that people should shouldn't be talking up about you know they need to be dealing with it and just you know the, the the horrible expressions of you know man up or just get on with it and all those 
awfully negative perceptions around mental health, which unfortunately mm-hmm. there are, as I say, we're, we're speaking with individuals and we hear this and it's it's very, very hard. I'm, I'm very, very privileged to live in a country where we have come to recognise mental health and mental ill health as something mm-hmm. that we need to be talking about. Um, however, there are you know, many individuals out there that are not in that privileged position um, and you know, just being able to create an environment where people can talk about mental health in a in a in a safe and confidential way has been really quite mm-hmm. game changing for some for some of the people that we've uh, been able to reach out to. Of course, there's there's always more. There's always a lot. Absolutely. More One of the things that I do quite a bit of at Big Orange Heart is a lot of the social posting. And I don't think you and I have ever talked about this, but I am very conscious of choosing quotes and, and phrasing things in a way that doesn't sound like man up, right? Like, like yeah. one of my least favorite things is choose happiness. Great. If you don't suffer from any kind of mental disability or illness or anything, choosing happiness would be wonderful. On those days when I, my fibromyalgia is acting up and I can hardly climb out of bed, I would love if I could just choose happiness and have, you know, the butterflies and the bluebirds all show up and just like dress me like Cinderella or whatever. It isn't easy. It isn't that easy. And so it isn't just about choosing happiness. It's about working through things and finding mechanisms that help you move through the day, whether it's, and I know you hate checklists, but whether it's a checklist or some other, you know, um, whatever other coping mechanisms that you you have to help work through specific things. Um, sometimes it's a confidant, like I, you're one of my confidants. I can message you anything and I don't feel judged. And I don't, you might be laughing at some of what I bring to you because some of it's just silliness on my part and in, with intention. And, uh, and not that I would ever expect you to laugh at me in spite of that. But, um, but to have a confidant that you can talk things through and get perspective and you know who can offer assistance and help pull you through some of those really difficult times that's one way that's one and that's one of the ways that big orange heart works too is that we have a community of people where you might find somebody that you have an affinity with who can help you with those things totally and and that's it's really important this this um environment when you know, we're talking about remote workers individuals that are Really much by definition of remote are individuals that are not in an environment necessarily where they've got other people around them right. and that that it's really important that, that we need connection we're humans you know, humans are naturally it's around us to be around other people and to 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 feed off the environment of, of other people i mean i'm an introvert I've, I've always been an introvert and yet i do actually thrive off being around other people i need i i gain my energy of being around other people I appreciate there are many people out there that equally you know, gain their energy and, and revitalize by time on their own. We are all you know, very, very different, but the there is absolutely a need for connection as humans. There is a need for us mm-hmm. to be connected with other humans. And really the, the focus for us around community is, is core to that. And the, um, the, what we run a, a, a service called life groups, uh, which, really what you were just talking about there in terms of that kind of the confidant and that having you know somebody or people to be able to turn to and talk to in a in a in a way that you know is handled confidentially and handled in a respectful way um is really at the core of our life groups it's it's a you know a small group of individuals that are encouraged to over time build up that trust and respect for one another to be able to really be able to be open and, and support one another and having those um 
Yeah, those discussions that you may have with a with a coworker if you were physically in an office, you know, you might be sitting opposite them or next to them in a in an office space. Unconsciously, you're going to be you know processing things and talking about things out loud. Whereas, you know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're in a room on your own working, you know, your eight hour day or whatever the length of your day happens to be, and you don't have another person around you, um, yeah, some of us may be fortunate enough to have our cats or our dogs to talk to. Um, but it is that that. Um, connection that uh, really is incredibly important for our mental well-being. Hi everyone, Ali here to interrupt. As we approach our 50th episode, we want to hear from you. Have you learned something that has helped you through listening to this podcast? Have you used our tool and found it helpful for your projects? We really want to know. Please go to underrepresentedintech.com 50 and leave us a quick voice memo telling us what you've learned or accomplished. Your voice memo might be featured in our 50th episode. Thank you. Back to the episode. The only reason my cat hasn't made an appearance yet, I know people who are listening never get to see the video. We see each other when we're recording this, is that I have earbuds in. But if she heard you talking through my screen, she would literally be tails in my face right now. <laughs> and But there is something, right? So that even if it's a pet and not another human being, having somebody, uh, a living being in your you know, it does help, right? So we every once in a while, I'll post on our Twitter, like, show us your pets, because we all love to show off our pets. Um, being a remote worker in technology is a double-edged sword, right? So if you are somebody who has depression, anxiety, or any host of mental um, illnesses, you can hide it really well <laughs> if you're working remotely. But you're also not getting the help that you need and some of those other things that you need. So it is a, it's very much a double-edged sword. And most people, rightfully so, would not divulge on an, a work application, any disability, much less a mental disability or mental health, um, mental illness. And so it becomes one of those things where sometimes you're trying desperately to function and produce at the same time hiding your mental illness and because of the stigmatization that comes along with mental illness. And so it is very difficult um, to traverse that. And I think that our, you know, the, the nature of remote work lends itself a lot. We see a lot of people in technology who, who do deal with mental illness, especially along those depression, anxiety lines, and, and I'm sure a host of other things. And so it's, it is that double-edged sword, right? So you're not getting the help you need, but you're also able to hide it, which isn't really helping you either. What do you think? I know Bigger and Chart, we do what we can. What do you think needs to happen kind of in our industry to further destigmatize and help people who are remote workers um, move forward? I think... Um... It's a really difficult one, this, because we've got the two kind of aspects to the business, two aspects to the industry, and in that we've got a, an enormous freelance community. We've got individuals that don't have some form of, some form of um, infrastructure to support them, and then we've got the, uh, you know, the the, the um, individuals that are employed by a company where they may, they may have some form of uh, HR or some form of infrastructure to be able to turn to in terms of support. I think from a if we're, if we're talking about companies that are employing individuals, then th- there is a lot of work that's still that's still to be done um, around raising awareness and uh, how to talk about mental health, how to enable people to talk about mental health. Uh, as we as we mentioned multiple times, how to destigmatize those conversations, 
Um, I think certainly there are processes in the employment, you know, in that employment process that could be improved upon. Um, it, it's not an easy thing to solve because I think if, if, if it wasn't a problem, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. And it's, you know, it, it's Absolutely. when we're talking about freelance individuals and individuals that don't have that support infrastructure it becomes even more complicated and that's really where big orange heart was born out of it was that mm -hmm. um, realization that there's this enormous community of people that are in this environment where they don't necessarily have any kind of additional support from a from multiple aspects and a lot of what big orange heart tries to do is is be a preventative we're not there you know there we're not here to cure anything yeah we're here to try and work as a preventative and to try to be uh, an organization that can um fill a gap if you like for those that freelance community where they are working on their own where they don't have somebody necessarily to turn to to talk about some of the challenges that they're facing in, in relation to their day-to-day -day living in the you know, working environment um, we don't necessarily need to be talking about mental health specifically you know, if we've got a freelancer that is, you know, week on week on week is struggling with, um, you know, how uh, with a, with invoicing, for example, with their clients, mm -hmm. and of course that starts to then impact their financial situations, which can then start to impact their mental well-being, and it just becomes a situation that can very quickly spiral out of control for people. So, mm -hmm. creating environments where we can um, enable people to talk up, uh, you know, speak up about those challenges that they're facing, mm -hmm. uh, really is a, a key for us in terms of a, as a preventative measure when it comes to mental ill health. I'll tell you one of the things that helped me in the last year too is, you know, I I've always called this my mental paralysis when there's a, something I need to do and I just can't make myself do it. Even if I know I could knock it out of the park in an hour to actually sit down and get started on it, the anxiety around it is ridiculous. And then I learned through the pandemic, because apparently I'm not the only one who suffers from that, this term called executive dysfunction, which basically is what I just described. And it sounds so silly, but the joy that comes when you find out that yeah. there's a word for it and that other people have it too. It's like, I am not, you know, the crazy one. And I, and, you know, I use the word crazy not meaning the derogatory way, because I hate that word to apply to mental illness, of course, but you do start to feel like that quintessential word or that, that stigmatized word of crazy when you think you're alone and the only person who can't sit down and build a freaking website when you have everything you need to build the website, That's right? right? That's right. And so to, to know that you're not alone is really paramount to yep. being able to move through things. And the mental fog that can come with that as well. Oh in terms of that, that you know, you know what you need to do, you know how to do it, and yet it it can be quite easy to put it off, put it off, put it off to the point where your 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 anxiety, your your stress levels today are going through the roof, mm -hmm. and then that just starts to impact other things in your life, and it really does yeah. that that fog just descends. Or certainly, this is my experience, and mm -hmm. the um. Yeah, it can be very, very challenging to 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 come through that. Um, yes, but having people, as you've just mentioned, that, that you know, the ability to talk to people and realize and realization that actually, yeah, I'm I'm not alone in this. This is this is something that other people are dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, it, it really can be quite freeing. You start to realize that. I, I just had a mental image of 
the Wizard of Oz. So Dorothy has landed in Oz. She's opened the door. It's all Technicolor. Everybody's sung to her and they tell her that she has to find the wizard. And the yellow brick road is the spiral. And she walks to the very point, pinpoint part of the spiral and starts to walk around to follow the yellow brick road. And I think that oftentimes I'm like, I have to find that starting point. It has to be that particular point. The whole road was there. Like she could have started at the edge and just walked. She didn't have to walk circles and make herself crazy, you know, and dizzy and everything else. Um, and I don't need to either. <laughs> like, I don't have to find that perfect starting point. I could start like anywhere <laughs> in the vicinity yeah. and still be on the road to, to Oz, to Emerald City. Right. So yeah, I don't know. You just made me think of that. <laughs> I th well, I think there's a really key issue there that, that sometimes we, um, it can be very hard to get started and breaking things down into something smaller is often you know, the easiest way to, to, to mm -hmm. approach this. And, and when I'm talking about breaking things down, I'm talking about really breaking things down. If you are in a situation where you're, 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 you're struggling with that kind of, uh, that kind of level of anxiety or, or depression or uh, you know, whatever it is that's preventing you from you know, moving forward in your day, if you wake up, you know, can you brush your teeth? Can you mm -hmm. have a shower? Can you make your, you know, your, your drink or your food? Yeah. Each of those things are a win. And mm -hmm. uh, recognizing that is absolutely imperative when it comes to working your way through that day. It's, you know, find yeah. the wins in everything that you're doing. Because if you end up spending your day constantly thinking, right, I've not achieved that. I can't do this. I have. I failed to do that. I've. I'm, you know. I've, I've missed out on completing this piece of work. Mm -hmm. You're just. It's. You're just creating all these scenarios and situations in your head where you are essentially. You're losing. You're, you're not yeah. creating that positive. Yeah. Um, motion forward, and just trying to find those small wins to try and change that and shift that perspective. Can mm -hmm. really, really change the way you're. The other thing is if it's a, pro so if it's a project, so I'd like, I could get up and brush my teeth and make my bed and, you know, make my coffee and those kinds of things, but still not be able to decide what step to take to start a project. Um, you know, we've talked about on the show in the last few weeks that I lost my dad recently. And I also was putting on a humongous <laughs> seminar last Friday of the WP Career Summit. And the week before I was like, I have so much to do. I haven't started. I don't know where to start. And Allie said, let's meet tomorrow. You talk, I will write and give you step-by-steps so that you have actionable items. Wow, 15 minutes with her and I was able to move things forward and not completely suck at the entire event. So much so that like, it was a great event. And, and like, I literally was the pay no attention to the woman behind the curtain because she's like, I was pulling all the levers and going nuts behind there. But, um, but from, you know, from the forward part of things, except for like a glitch here or a five minute late start there or whatever, which is normal. Um, the event came off pretty much without a hitch, but that's because nobody saw like Michelle in the background going, I don't know what to do next because I, but I, I had a friend who could help me. So if you don't know, find somebody whether it's somebody at Big Orange Heart or somebody at work or somebody outside of work, whether it's a sibling, a friend, whomever, if you have to hire a coach, like I've talked about coaching before and, and helping, having somebody help you work through your executive dysfunction, you have to pay somebody to do that. And you have the means to be able to do that. That's a great way to move forward too. But sometimes it's okay to acknowledge you can't do it on your own and that you need somebody else's perspective 
to help you put things in order so that you can move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, need, we do need to mention that professional mental health support is something that you know, I yeah. highly recommend. If anybody has the ability to um, you know, receive that support, if, if, if you can reach out, then, then do. Because yes. mental ill health is something that can progress and can evolve and it's something that's not to be ignored and yes. it's not it's not something that's just suddenly going to go away um, we do need to work towards good health as we do mm -hmm. physically yeah Absolutely. we have to work towards good mental health as well your well-being is not just your physicalness your well-being is the total package mm -hmm. absolutely yes yeah any final thoughts before we wrap things up for this week? Anything, you'd, any place you'd like to direct people as far as how to get in touch with us or how we can help them? Yeah, sure. I mean, if anybody's interested in, in Big Orange Heart, then bigorangeheart.org is the website. Um, we'd love to see you in amongst the community, bigorangeheart.org slash join. Um, we are currently in the process of facilitating both virtual and physical events. Um, if so, <laughs> We're constantly looking for people to get involved, and um, yeah, we, we're we are uh, relaunching our virtual events, um, rebranding into WP Global, um, mm -hmm. and the, the the focus there is actually to focus on our global community, uh, enabling you know, individuals across the, our globe to come and join us as speakers, as attendees, and participating. Um, mm -hmm. So we'd love to uh, love to hear from you if you're interested in speaking at one of those. Big forward slash speak is the, uh, the short URL for that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, just as I mentioned, if if you are an individual that is having any challenges in relation to your mental well-being, um, Big Orange Heart is here. You can reach out to us. You can chat with us anonymously. Uh, there are other organizations globally. Uh, again, details on those organizations are on our website. So uh, head over to bigorangeheart.org. And you mentioned joining. There, It's a one-time Thing. you don't have to re-up a membership annually and it's free to join we don't charge people to be part of our community so there's no fear in joining and uh, we're not going to gouge you for money or anything else um, we do love donations so you feel free if that you're so moved to support the organization but that's not our purpose so. absolutely well, thank you for joining me today, Dan. It's been great to have you on the show. I uh, look forward to our next, you know, I, I meet with you at least twice a week already anyway, but uh, <laughs> and, and we are putting, and we're looking forward to the next WordFest, which will be this fall. It will. Yes. That's so. to be announced very, very soon. Very soon. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time and uh, appreciate the opportunity to come and, uh, come and chat with you. And anytime, for sure. You're always welcome. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. WP Wallet. WP Wallet is a free, simple, intelligent tool that helps WordPress professionals effortlessly manage all of their license keys and invoices for all sites and clients. Never forget a renewal, lose a license key, or miss out on a reimbursement again. Join WP Wallet for free today. Learn Dash. LearnDash is taking cutting-edge e-learning methodology and infusing it into WordPress. More than just a plugin, LearnDash is trusted to power the learning programs for major universities, small to mid-sized companies, startups, entrepreneurs, and bloggers worldwide. Design TLC 
Design TLC provides websites for schools, camps, enrichment programs, and nonprofits, custom made with tender, loving care. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.